You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, I just don't understand. You don't already have this planned out? I mean, not really. I mean, I think it depends on the time to whence it happens. No, I don't but, even know if that's a word, if it's a phrase. Okay, I don't know what you're saying either, yeah. but I'm just saying, you know... I've always had the plan. Like, it's always in the back of my mind. I know exactly what I need to do should something arise. I mean, I think... It's not that I think I'm going to commit something, but I might be accused. It kind of That's where the issue is. No, like you're gonna I'm innocent. Something. I'll be innocent in this situation. Well, or maybe not. Either way, I, I already have the plan on what to do. I don't think normal people are planning their escape I, from, from this country. Well, I think, well, well maybe now. I think days, other people but. I think other people have this, too. All right. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found and thank you for finding us we have as usual a lot of stuff to get to today we sure do have Greg. a big announcement we're going to be making today i'm super excited we've got an announcement it. it's announcement season here at fun employment radio and today you're is going still to be, trying to make that a thing i'm trying to make it happen because i tried to make it happen yesterday <laughs> stop trying to make fetch happen greg it's announcement season <laughs> hashtag announcement season uh we do have an announcement that we're going to be bringing up here later on today on the show um also we have uh, well, we've got a lot of things that we want to get to, and, and I do want to give a very heartfelt. Of Greg telling you that we have a lot of things that we're going to get to. That's yeah. just going to be the show, and I'll just keep doing that. Like coming <laughs> up in the next thirty seconds, you will not want to miss what we're going to talk about. You thirty won't seconds believe. from now, let me just yeah timestamp it. Remember in radio, they tried to make us do that uh, like a lot. They tried to get it down to where we were timestamping like two minutes. Oh yeah, guaranteeing. Yeah, two mm-hmm. minutes out. Yeah, it, I, don't, I don't know if we're going to be you able to do that. Just wait, I, but you can't uh, figure out what shitty song we're going to play next. <laughs> I don't think we said <laughs> is shitty Is it Nickelback song? or is it Nickelback? <laughs> find Stay out. Stay tuned to find In out. Two minutes and 30 seconds after <laughs> a word from our sponsors. Yeah, there we go. Anyway. The song sounds suspiciously short because Greg has chopped it down to nothing. <laughs> I did. I did. I chopped the song. You got down. that, what was that, the Creed song? Was that 45 seconds? I, I got a Nickelback song down to 45 seconds. That was amazing. Because in radio, we had to play a certain number of songs per hour. Or else we'd get in trouble, or I'd get in trouble since I was the producer. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, so uh, but they only really checked the logs to see if the song played. They didn't actually listen to the song. So if maybe you take said song, that's a four-minute song, and you cut it down to like a minute 15 or 45 seconds, and you just cut out everything and seamlessly stitch it so you just have an intro, chorus, out, and then it's done. Greg is a magician when it comes to editing bad songs. Ed it says, was so good. I still want to hear those if you ever find them. I do have them. I think they're at home on a hard drive. I've got, I mean, probably hundreds because I would take every day uh, for for the show that like, so we would end the show. This was a morning show and this isn't what we're all talking about today, but Sarah and I were on the morning show and at the end of the four hours, you get the log for what the songs are going to be for the next day that you're going to be playing. So I would take that log and spoiler alert! Yeah, your requests don't matter. It's already all planned out. Oh yeah, yeah. Weeks requests don't. Yeah, <laughs> they they don't actually work. Um, I would take that log and then I would I would take all those songs, go home and chop all of the songs up, and then reload them in. Which Greg was the true hero because basically we did this talk show, of course, with uh, the Rick Emerson show. And they kept making, forcing us to do more and more songs, therefore giving us basically like 10 minutes of talking content Mm -hmm. at the most per hour, if you could do it, for a talk show. So Greg, God bless his heart, decided to take these songs and just chip away at them. So we ended up getting like a good 
almost like half hour of talking. Oh yeah, yeah. At it would least. it would earn an, yeah at least another twenty minutes of yeah, talk time. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was a thing yeah. of beauty. Yeah, and still playing ten songs. Mm-hmm. They just happen to be forty five second songs. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about today. Oh, uh, don't forget to to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link. Oh, that'd be great. Okay, but no, what I was talking about at the beginning, and and I've been bringing this up to some friends, and I'm I'm kind of shocked that other people don't already have this plan in mind. Like, don't already have like what what you would do, and it's this. Like, in the back of my mind, I've got my escape plan should something go wrong. Say I'm, like, wrongly accused of something. Like, I already know exactly what I would do, what, are you, like, how I would escape, the, in the fugitive or how something? I'd go undercover. Well, it's a little bit of the fugitive, a little bit of uh, the Americans, you know, that kind of stuff. And, and so I would, uh, you know, I have this idea of where I would go, what I would do, how I'm going to dress, and then eventually where I'm going to make it to. And I will live under the radar, and I could. I think I could disappear like easily. I could escape, and nobody would be able to f- follow my tracks. Partly because I'm a little bit of a private investigator type. You know, we've talked about it before. Amateur private investigator, country PI. So I think that would help in it. But I'm just surprised that nobody else. What has do you this. think is going to happen? That you're going to be like set up for some sort of crime? Like, oh, what, what are you anticipating that, that someone's going to say that you did? That is a worry I go to bed with. Like, I I worry that I'm going to be falsely accused of something. Like, I don't know what it is. You know, it could be it's something horrible, something like murder or something like that. Where you know, and I'll try to have my alibi, but I'll be falsely accused of it, and everybody will think I'm guilty. So I have to go on a run because I'm not going to jail. You do look very. Suspicious. I'm not going to jail. Yeah, I would not last long. In you jail. would not. You're very pretty. Boy, I I would not do well. Yeah, it would. That, it would be got those baby blues and that would, curly, grabbable hair. I, well, if there's nowhere, for, I mean, my defense <laughs> is I'm quick, but if there's nowhere to run, I'm really going to be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, it's not going to be do well for me. So if I'm falsely accused of something, I got to get out of here. Like I'm I'm a flight risk. All right, so you're not afraid. I probably of being shouldn't announce that. Accused so. Yeah, you just said you're a flight risk, by the way. Um, so you're not so afraid of being falsely accused as you are of being somebody's uh, sweetheart. I'm in afraid prison. of I'm afraid of all of it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm afraid I'm afraid of everything. That's really what it comes down to. But no, so so um, yeah. And there's questions coming in, in the chat. If you have questions about this too, I'm not going to say where I'm going to go because I already have it mapped out in my mind. Like I know exactly where I'm going. You seem like someone that would leave behind clues. You're very clumsy. No, I would. I not- think I would absolutely be able to figure out. Quite uh-uh. quickly, where nope. you're going? I would be one of those guys, like poof, he's gone, and nobody, nobody would know. You're going, so- you're going somewhere. There um- are disguises involved. Oh Jesus! I would be <laughs> probably first thing I would do. You know, I would dye my hair. You know, I would, I would probably dye. Uh, no, I'd probably cut it, which would be really hard. I, I wouldn't want to cut it. No, you're very I don't think vain. I would. Yeah, you're I wouldn't want to cut it. No, but I would. I would maybe trim it up a little bit. But yeah, I die. So your vanity. So even though you're going to be on the limb, your vanity is going to stop you from actually doing a disguise because you don't. I'll have multiple disguises. I'll get wigs. Okay, I'll get some wigs. So that'll work. So I have a wig on. You know, I have glasses. I'm going to get one of those nose things, like the nose prosthetic. So I'll have like a weird looking nose that'll go with it, so nobody will even. So it'll just look look like you're wearing a wig and a fake nose. (laughs) Well, I mean, there's more to it than that, you know. And I'll have a hat on. That I wear, and this is all planned out. I've got a big brimmed hat that I put down. The one I got you for your birthday? No, it's not that one. It's no, because that would be a tell. Clearly, you don't understand how to escape. So, no, I would have a different kind of hat on, and then I would, I would. (laughs) But my idea, the more I'm saying this out loud, I realize how this sounds. Um, You know, there's a there's a step there's process to this, where I go into the country for a while. And because I'm a country PI. Wait, into the country like the United States of America country? Yeah. 
Yeah. No. Wait, are I you going to flee? The, I thought you were fleeing the country. Well, ultimately, this is part of the process when you want to escape. Yes. And this is these are the things that I've thought out. Like, I know exactly where I'm going to go up into the woods. I'm going to be a little bit of a woodsman for a while. I'll live up there oh, Greg, off the land. Just because you I've got a bow and arrow. And you can pretend to be things doesn't mean I, you're going to survive. I have a bow and arrow and I've got a mini crossbow. Surely I can get something with that. And then um, the way it's going to work is I'll make my way. I don't. I'm afraid to say too much. Let's just say I'm making my way south, and because and if, if I'm going on the lamb, I'm going to warmer weather. You know, I'm going to enjoy myself. So I'll I'll do this, and then I'll pick up like odd jobs. You know, because like these, like you see in the movies, like I'll be like I'll roll into like a tiny town, and be like I'm looking for a job, and I need some work, and you know, and then I'll like wash dishes somewhere for a while. So all of your ideas a, are based on television shows and movies as to how you're going to escape from being falsely accused. I mean. There's a little bit Which, of... Which, by the way, you know that if you're, if you're kind of escaping, maybe? if you're fleeing, you know that's like admitting guilt. So whatever it is, it's just going to be that much worse when you are caught with your embarrassing fake nose and, like, blonde wig on. Hello there. Hi, how are you doing? See, I'll have different voices. Like, no one will understand. Greg Bibbler? Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> my name's Gary Ribbler. I'm just rolling through town on my way south. I was looking to pick up some extra work. And they'll be like, oh, sure. you know. And then I could be standing there and they'll show like my face on television, but they wouldn't have any idea who I am. So that'll go on. You know, and I'll kind of like set set myself up in this little town, and then I'll drift on to another one. And I'll drift from town to town as I make my way through. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of like a modern-day Grizzly Adams, only I'm not going to really be in the woods. Cause I thought Grizzly, you said you were going to be in the woods. Well, uh, yeah, for a little bit of it, but I'm not going to spend my whole time there. I'm not going crazy like Grizzly Adams was. Okay. Which, if you've ever watched Grizzly Adams, I know this is a pretty far, far back reference. I was a fan. Maybe that's where my idea of running away to the woods really comes from. Because uh, Grizzly Adams was a show about a guy who was falsely accused of killing his wife, and so he ran into the woods, and he hides up there. He's got, a, like, a big beard, and then he talks to... He talks to another crazy old man. I'm already bored with you just describing this show. He talks to another crazy old man who talks to a donkey, and then he's got an... What? And he's got his Indian buddy who... I don't think Native anyone, American buddy. Oh, in the show... Okay, fine. His Native American buddy, who nobody else I don't think ever interacts with. Only he does. And if you go back... Is he back, invisible? Is he as invisible Native it's American It's not supposed to, but if you go back and watch an episode of Grizzly Adams and just under the guise that he's insane... There's a lot of good TV. You don't need to watch Grizzly Adams. I'm, no, I'm serious. You should watch it. It's it. It makes it a lot more fun because he just talks to this random that, and there's like a lot of chemistry between him and uh, uh, his uh, uh, what was it, Tacoma? I think it was. Or, I think that's what his name was, Tacoma or Tacoma. Well, Anyways, buddy, is that the, that's the Native American buddy. Wait, there's chemistry. Oh like, yeah, se- like sexual. Yeah. So you're watching like a. Weird, I don't, they don't like, ever say it. Gay porn kind of thing. They don't ever the say it, but I mean, I'm saying yeah. I mean, this guy's out in the woods by himself, and, uh, you know, he's the only one that comes over and sees him. Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely something going on there. Or it's just all in his mind. Okay. Can we, like, move off of Grizzly Adam's sexuality? Well, I mean, you know, I can, I'm, I'm happy to talk about it for the next half hour if you want mm-hmm. to. Anyway, so there's a little bit of a Grizzly Adam's section to my escape plan. So I've got that. Are you planning on falling in love with a Native American man? <laughs> no. A, you can't plan that. So, no. I that's mean, that's... <laughs> <laughs> so no, no, that's not that's not in the cards. We'd all have our Tacoma. That sounds like it'd complicate things too much. So that's so true. Anyway. You can't have your heart like uh, you know planted in one place. No, you have to keep on the move. That's well, I'm like not going to say there the may land. not be love interests along the way of my road. So anyway, I You'll do the my Grizzly hearts. Adams thing, and I let things cool down for a while, grow a big beard, 
And then uh, from there, I'll start drifting from town to town, be a dishwasher in one town. You know, maybe you I'll- would not be a dishwasher. Just, you wouldn't want to get your hands dirty. Oh, I can get my you hands dirty. You have very soft, uh, like. I do now because I work in radio. Yeah. But if you if you don't forget here, I did grow up in the country, and also uh, I worked at a paper mill. You for worked three at a paper years. mill what, like twenty five years ago? Yeah. Yeah. I also own a home and like do work on that. Is your what home are you, in what are you implying? What are you implying? I'm just saying I don't. Are you think calling that me these, soft? I'm thinking that these odd jobs that you're going to take are probably harder than you think, and you'll be like, oh, this is real work. I don't like this. Like you. Like you have some like twelve hour swing shift being a dishwasher, you couldn't. You would. You'd last a day. What? What are you talking about? Are you telling me that I? I, I work twelve hour days right now. Yeah, but you're like talking and working on computery things. I'm just saying manual labor for that long. I just don't think you cut out for it. Oh, oh, this is. I do more manual labor than you. What? Right now, you don't think that I could do? <laughs> a. He's getting worked. I am getting worked up now. You're working me up here. His hair's getting curlier. I can see it. No, I I do own a house. There's a lot of work that has to go Is into it in a house. Southeast Portland. It's in Southeast Portland, and there's a backyard, and I have to cut down trees all the time. So, I I know how to do manual labor. I spent three years working at a paper mill. If you can do that, I, I'm fine with manual labor. You know, now I want to go on the run just to prove you wrong. <laughs> I can totally do it. <laughs> I can absolutely handle this. Anyway, you don't have to go on the run. Just become a dishwasher now you're for gonna, a day. You want to be careful because I'm going on the run. I don't want to want to have you know people on a list that I've somehow oh, still got a Buscemi lipstick list. <laughs> I'm saying, no, I'm not saying there's going to be a list like that. But I just I I just be careful where you're going with that. Oh well, that sounds scary. <laughs> no wonder you're going to have to be on the lamb. When you make See, people will like accuse me of something. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Something ends up happening to him. They'll be like, "Oh well, Greg was all joking on his podcast the other day." It was a joke. <laughs> then I'm gone. So I'll grizzly Adams it. I'll bounce. I'll drift from town to town. You know, and then I'll probably have to forge some documents at some point, and that's kind of in what the plan documents? as well. My documents, my papers for when I when to I cross, cross the border. Yeah, to cross borders. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say which border, but um, when I cross the borders. Well, if you're on foot and you're in the United States, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I can figure out what border you're going to be crossing. I, I leave that up if to you. you. Said you're heading south. I'm not. It I'm is not uh, the say. math is overwhelming. Uh, Jess says Greg could get work as a uh, motel housekeeper. You know that may be part of it. I've Ooh, planned on like working like my a way motel. up. That would be cool. Give people the old timey keys. You go in and clean up the blood. What? What? Clean up the blood? I don't know where that came from. I mean, bad things happen in like you know side of the road motels. That every side motel of the road motels. motel has had a murder in it. Are you questioning this? I, I'm I'm questioning it a little. What, I'm pretty got, sure that most hotels have had a murder in them. I do not think that's true. I absolutely think that's true. What are the statistics? A, a death, or at least. No, I would say the majority of hotels have not. Had a death? Yeah. Oh, I, people die you all the time. You know how many hotels and motels there are? That somebody's dying in every one of those things? At some point, if they've been around a while, yeah. How long do you think they have to be around? Ten, five years. Five years, and you think somebody's going to die in there? Yes. With that uh, many people? I mean, just percentages alone... With, like, the amount of people that are coming in, different levels of health, different things. That, yeah, within five years, somebody's going to die in a hotel. Like, yeah, I totally think so. So that's what everybody goes into that business knowing that's going to happen? Yeah, Eddie works at a hotel, actually, in the chat. He says, my, uh, my hotel has had multiple deaths. Oh, wow. 
Yikes. <laughs> Is that something you want to advertise? No. <laughs> Please don't say where he works. <laughs> no, I was like working in a hotel. It's basically, you know, it's an apartment that different people stay in every single night. And people are, you know, like some are drug addicts. Some have heart problems. You know, you never know what's going to happen. People like hotels are like little death rooms. Oh, man. And they don't have to disclose it. Like, what do they do? Like, if someone dies, they just kind of change the sheets and then re-rent it the next day. Wow. You just said that in a really cold, methodical way. I don't think it would bother you. I've worked for a hotel. It's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> How many have you cleaned up? <laughs> I haven't cleaned any bodies. But I have, I do know the hotel that I worked at, it, there, there, was some, there, there was somebody that died when I was there. Really? It was an, it was an older person, yeah. Just in their sleep. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that got anyway, really dark. So on your, um, so you're going to start working in murder hotels. Anyway, yes, when I'm on the lam. Um, yeah, it's being speculated like what I would be accused of. Keelan right. says it has to be a murder. Courtney says maybe I robbed a bank. I'm not, I haven't done this crime. But I'm just accused of it. You seem like you might do a crime. I do not seem like I would do a crime. Do a crime. What do kind of crime? crime? You, um, I think out of anything, you would probably be, it would be violence. <laughs> what? That's kind of the opposite of what I thought you would say. Okay. No. You think it would be violence? So, I'm not a violent person. Uh, you're not, but you're so bundled up and you're so like stressed. Well, you think I'll snap? You'll snap. Oh. You'll snap. Um. Because you get like crazy eyes when you get like super angry. I've seen it. And like, if somebody does, their, if they keep on antagonizing you. Yeah, if you push push the buttons too far. I can long. see you accidentally killing someone. <laughs> like, how would that happen? Like, you wouldn't intend to. Like, you'd probably pick up a bat or something and, like, hit him in the head with it. Oh, my God. That doesn't sound like an accident. But you wouldn't think that it would kill them, but then they're laying there and their <laughs> eyes are staring What's the plan of hitting guy? someone in the head with a bat? I, don't I mean, know. <laughs> I, mean I don't think at that point, I mean, you're pretty much committed to it, I would think. Uh, more Good more Lord. details coming out in uh, hotel deaths. Uh, Eddie's saying that they dispose of the mattress if the person dies on it. Okay. And within the past... Uh, What's the process? Do they rent it out like the next date? Now I'm really curious about no, this. No, it says, uh, so they have one every two to three years. Do you have to tell the people who are, like, how long before you rent it out again? No, you don't have to tell the people. And then you just not tell the people that something just happened in there? Why would you? I mean, I, I don't, don't know. think so. Isn't it when you sell a house? This is a really dark show today, by the way. I didn't, I didn't expect it to turn this dark. Um, but when you when you sell a house... I think that's an urban legend. Murder, you have to don't you have to it? disclose it? I thought it was for... Yeah, I think we've talked about this before and we weren't able to figure it out. I think after a certain amount of time... See, Jez gets it. Uh, he says, uh, Greg would be the wrong place at the wrong time guy and get accused of something that he's completely unaware of. That's exactly it. Yeah. Wow. Keelan also says I'm going to be falling down too. Do you falling to... down is a great movie. Okay. All right. Oh, so, uh, so if you live in California... Okay, so it varies from state to state. Okay. It's so like, for example, if you live in uh, California, you have to disclose whether any deaths occurred on the property within the last three years. Okay. But most states, you're not required to disclose deaths. Okay. Mm. All right. That explains a lot about Tristan's house. But okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. <laughs> well, anyway, I would, I would kind of grift from town to town, you know, I'm kind of make my, a life of my own, but I'm like, I like whisking, you know go into a town under a certain disguise and then make myself known a part of the scene and then I whew, like that I disappear in the night I think that I keep would be going irresponsible around. to make yourself part of the scene aren't you supposed to just kind of blend in no because if you ble- no if you blend in a little bit yeah and make, make yourself a part of the scene as someone else then you're further and further away from being accused of uh, being the original person 
This is how it all works in my no, mind. No, okay. Anyway, yeah, and then I'll, I'll do this and I'll end up at my destination. Uh, I have it all planned out. Since we're all, all like working. mobbling all over the place today, Eddie does have another update on the hotel murder thing or death. It says after pl- the police give it the okay, it's cleaned and then rented out again. Really? Mm hmm. So I could have, you could be staying in one and you just have no idea. Yeah. Oh. Well, okay. They're a real hot commodity sometimes in the paranormal community. I mean, that's when you like read about haunted hotels and people be like, oh, room like 322. Is where a woman hung herself, and like people want to stay there. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, I, I don't know anything about that. I'm not planning on getting involved in that section. Of okay. It. All right. But I have my plan. That's it. I'm amazed nobody else does. That's very If exciting. you're listening right now, get your plan together, because you never know when you could be falsely accused. Think about it day and night that you could be falsely accused of well, something I mean, and that Greg, you need to go on the run. from how many people listen to us, like... I've thought about that before. Have you thought about that? I used to think about that all oh, the time. Oh, I'm sure. Someone who has downloaded this show. I oh, mean, yeah. No, I used to think about that all the time when serious? we go on road trips with my family. I would look out the window and like look at people driving by. I'm like, that could be a murderer. Do oh, you yeah. think that? No, it could be one right next door to us. It could be one right next know. door to us. Yeah. It could be you. No. No, I've been accused of anything. Uh, you said that too nonchalantly. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Yeah. Well, you're really dark today. I'm sorry. I don't know why. Like, yeah. I'm, in a, I'm in a really good mood. It doesn't make any sense. It's, no, I think really of anybody, and we've talked about this before, who's going to snap, it's going to be you. You're the one that's going to snap. I worry about that sometimes. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't s- think it's going to be me. Because I am I, I am very much on either end of the spectrum. I can be like the nicest person in the world, or I can just be very mean. Yeah. I'm sure you don't know that. No, I don't know no. that at all. Yeah, you, no. you're you're the scary one. My snapping would be honestly well, probably very... what my snap mm. would be is me taking my laptop because I'm so frustrated with it and like throwing it out the window and then instantly regretting my it. My snap would be if somebody was uh insulting or threatening somebody I care about. That's when I can't see straight. Like if if someone's doing something that's threatening someone I I care about. That would you're be what turning, would You're trying to, to turn this into like a noble thing. It is a noble thing. I don't know if that's necessarily exactly what you Or you know if they're chewing snap. too loud or <laughs> that's what walking behind me too closely in the supermarket. I would only attack someone who is harming someone I love. Sometimes that's I get not so mad true. when somebody's like, you know, in sync with my footsteps following close behind me in a grocery store. I'll just be like, God damn it. <laughs> it's so frustrating. Yeah. This is where I think we're finding out the truth here. No, everything's fine. You're going to do something and then accuse me of it. That's what's going to happen. Whoa, Mr. Paranoid. That's what, That's how it's going to work. And then I'm going to have to go on the run. You're going to frame me, aren't you? Yes. I what? can see how this is all working. <laughs> oh, my God. You, have a, you have, don't have a plan to run. You have a plan to frame. That's what it is. It's a lot less travel time. <laughs> <laughs> I've figured it out. I just cracked the code. See, I didn't even think about framing somebody else because I hadn't planned on committing the crime. Now I get it. There are two kinds of people in this world. The kind that would frame someone and the kind that would run. I'm a runner. You're a runner. You're, and you're a framer. All right. Well, at least we know where we stand. Like, that's, like, that's, that's what it comes down to. All right. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, so Nipples in the chat says, yeah, I can see your point. Sarah seems to have a release valve. Uh, Greg seems to suppress it. He's going to snap. <laughs> that's totally it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe... As, uh, 
mainly I think it would just be like... Greg would try to help a child who's lost and get charged with kidnapping. Oh my God, I worry about that all the time. <laughs> I kid you not, that is a terrifying thought to me because I would want to help. And I read these stories about like child was on the side of the road by themselves. I'm like, if I stop though, what are they going to think? What I, I mean, like, obviously I'm going to help the kid, but I would be terrified. I'd be like 10 feet away from it the would whole you, like, time. you be taking pictures of it? Yeah, <laughs> look, 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 like my hands up like... I'm not harming this child. I am not harming this child. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help. Oh, it's it's a horrifying thought for me. Like, I worry about that all the time. That's a weird thing to worry about. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to be around. I don't want to be around your kid, man. Yeah. Wow. I do. This I is worry. like the, the deep look into both of our psyches today. It really is. What is happening? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. All right. So you know where you'd go. I know where I'd go. Cool. I know where I'd stay. So there, yeah. we, there we have it. I think this all stems from I was mildly falsely accused of something once. And so since we just saw that post this morning behind the scenes, this is where oh. this story from. I had a girl who had a mis- case of hardcore mistaken identity. This person, if you thought, have lived in Portland for any amount of time in Southeast Portland in particular, you have crossed this person. This, you, If you heard the name, you would know. This is many, many years ago that this happened. Um but I was outside of a bar. And I've told this story on the show before, but I was outside of a bar. It had closed. It was like a neighborhood bar. It was me and my buddy. And we're standing outside waiting for his girlfriend to come and pick us up. And uh, this girl who had worked at the bar but who had been drinking a lot just walked up out of nowhere and accused me of um, of doing something. I still never really figured out what it was she thought I did, but she just kept screaming at me. You know, like, fuck you. I know what you did. I know what you did. And I'm like, I don't know you. What's going on? And she walked up to me and like grabbed my shirt and um, then tried to kick me in the nuts. And so she was like attacking me. And it was just me and my friend. And it was terrifying because it's like, uh, who's going to believe me here? Like, just ultimately... It's me and her, and she's crazy, but she's got it in her mind convinced that I did something. I'm not I'm not whoever she thinks I am, because mm-hmm. uh, I can't stand the girl, so she's, I was going to be nowhere near she's her. She's very notorious for being very yeah. crazy. And then she followed me home um, and uh, was there waiting and uh, told me to just cut her. So it was, it was scary. It was really scary. Um, so I think maybe that's where my escape. That's is. probably exactly that's where the where false accusation. Because just this morning, now I'm tracking it back here. Just this morning, there was a post uh, about her doing something, and uh, I think that's where my escape plan. Is. Okay. Oh, I did that too because I was the one yeah. that told you. You got me thinking post. about it. I'm like, oh crap! I better have my escape plan if I'm falsely accused. Oh boy. There it is. I think All you're. Right. I think you're okay. Well, I'm a runner. You're a framer. That's the bottom line. What we figured out there. <laughs> I need to show you the rest of that. By the way, it gets crazier. Uh, I bet it does. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, we do have a big announcement coming up after this, after World of Crazy. Okay. I was just going to try and save us from incriminating ourselves from things that we haven't done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my World of Crazy. Crazy. All right. I was kind of just impressed with this story, so I put this in here. So police in Louisiana have released security footage of a shoplifter who was able to take 18 bottles of liquor and wine from a liquor store by shoving them into her clothes and her purse. 18, 18. bottles. You've got, you'd have she to have like... shoving them in her pants and her shirt. Like, and there's, there's surveillance footage so you could see the woman. You'd have to have side pockets in the pants. Maybe like built-in like pants pockets, like yeah. inside pockets? You'd have to. 
Otherwise, they'd all fall down. They'd just be like clinking around. Yeah. Like bottle bell bottoms things. Yeah. No, there's no way that would work. That's true. Okay. So this happened on August 18th at the Thrifty Liquor Store in uh, Shreveport, Louisiana. Ah, Shreveport. I've been to Shreveport. Isn't that one of the. Wasn't that from True Blood? Uh, yeah, they probably did talk they about did Shreveport. They did talk about yeah. Shreveport. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Bon Ton. Yeah, that's okay. I'm not sure about that. Oh, I want to watch that again now. Shreveport, Bossier City. All right. Uh, so a thrifty liquor store in Shreveport shows a woman concealing 18 bottles of wine and liquor in her purse, pants, and bra before waddling up to the <laughs> counter <laughs> and paying for a single bottle of alcohol and then leaving the store. The employees did not notice that she was walking strangely. 18 wow, bottles. She did a good job. 18 bottles. How do you even do that? Um, so they're trying to find her. Uh, so they've identified the woman. Her name is uh, Sacconi Jones, 37. Uh, so, oh, they did find her. Never mind. I'm sorry. That was an update at the end that I didn't oh, know. Oh, good. Thank goodness, right? Thank you. That terrifying criminal. With all the bottles in the, her pants. Maybe she went on the lam. Well, uh, she was. So she was identified by someone and she was contacted by investigators and surrendered. She was arrested on counts of misdemeanor theft. Okay. Okay. I thought this was cool. Did you ever go to raves in the 90s? Mm, I wasn't really a rave guy. I well, mean, I'm I wasn't sure really I went a rave to one, girl, but, but I mean, they were fun to go to at the time. You seem like you were a rave girl. What? No, yeah. I had rave girl friends who were like all the bright colored beaded <coughs> glow in the dark bracelets and sucked on lollipops and had, you know, like. I did not go to that. I didn't do that. I went to that. parties, but yeah, I did not go to that kind of thing. No, and uh, Pullman, since it's right on the border of Idaho, we would go into Moscow, Idaho, and they had like big warehouses and stuff there and they'd have tons of raves. There was, it was, that was so weird. It was a weird time. Yeah. 90s were weird. I mean, I've been to dance clubs. I'm not really a dance club kind of person. Yeah. I'm just not. Yeah, this one particular one I went to had, like, just a room called the Koosh Ball Room. And it was just fucking Koosh Balls. And people were just sitting in there, like, high as fuck, like, playing with Koosh Balls. It was so weird. Wow. I really didn't feel like I belonged there, but it was like seeing a cultural stamp in time. Uh-huh. I'm sure you were doing it just from a cultural standpoint. I sure was. I was a very responsible 19-year-old. Yes. Oh, my goodness. What is going on in oh. this room? Culturally, I Culturally, feel that I should I must witness this. The creepiest thing about raves, though, is that everyone's, like, touching. Like, they're all trying to touch you. And guys, what they would do is... Yeah, I'm I'm not into that now. They had these, like... Do you remember those loofah gloves? They still make them. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. So they take these loofah gloves and then put, like, mentholatum on them. And, like, come up and, like, try and, like, touch you. And, like, put... It was so creepy. So creepy. And they're walking around with, like, pinkies in their mouths. It was so super rapey. Yeah, it was really weird. Yeah, no, like I did big, not. Like adult, you know. Now that I know this them. is what it is, I can tell you, I did not. Oh, go to that. dude, yeah, the giant Jenko pants and like, yeah, tiny like little thin strap tank tops and lots of like the can- they called it candy. Do you remember that? The beaded uh, the beaded bracelets and necklaces were all called candy. I mean, I what were they candy? Necklaces? No, no, but that was what they called them. They were their pieces. It was like pieces of flair, but it was like pieces of candy. I missed this whole thing. It yeah. was weird. I, I stayed away from that. Yeah, it was weird. Totally didn't do anything illegal. Wow. <clears throat> anyway, so raves are still happening. They're still a thing in Hungary. Uh, in Hungary, uh, there was some footage that was just uncovered uh, at this big music festival that they have there, which is kind of magical. I would love to see something like this. So I guess they had a big, uh, big long line of portable toilets. This is the magical thing that I want to see. However, if you open a particular toilet, it actually is an entrance to a secret underground club. Oh, that's cool. Isn't that cool? So there's a video of it. 
Uh, so it's posted on Facebook. It's by Rave Jungle. It shows concert goers at the Zygot Festival in Budapest. So um, there are like tons of like you know like tons and tons of porta potties. They open one particular door, and you see all these like lights and flashing and everything, and you hear the music, and you walk in, and it's just like this big room way in the back and all these people are dancing and it's a giant like secret rave room wow I thought that was so cool that's cool yeah so they open so what you do is you open a seemingly innocuous portable toilet door and it, and it goes into a large grouping of the facilities and it goes down a secret hallway to a hidden venue so uh, the hidden rave was kept secret by festival staff but uh, sounds very uh, eh, I don't know now I'm a little uh, questioning whether or not I would go in there you wouldn't go into a secret I probably would, but I'd be pretty leery of what's going to go on. It was dancing, Greg. What are we in Footloose? Like they're dancing. No, it just dancing. sounds like kind of eyes wide shuttish. I could live the rest of my life without you hearing you, hearing you say "fucking eyes wide shut" ever again. I'm just saying. I mean, that's what it sounds like. Oh Got to be careful. All right. I'd probably go on the run. It's like, ah, I've seen too much. I'm so glad it's Friday. All right, another year, another band breakup. Did you like that? I made that segue myself. Greg. Oh, that was the I'm sorry, I was trying to... What are you I was, doing uh, over there? I was there? thinking through what the segue was, and okay, yeah. I have to break the news to you. There is a band that you know, that we all know, one of our favorite bands from our childhood, that is breaking up. The Chuck E. Cheese Pizza Time Players. They have officially been retired. The animatronic creepy robots. They still had that? They still had that, but they have now all been yanked. Why? From Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, not that I've been there since I was like 10, but now I'm mad that it's being taken away. All right. Well, let's let's dive into this. So Chuck E. Cheese, a large rat puppet with a New York accent. <laughs> I've never... That's how they described it. <laughs> I mean, it is a rat. That's true. I never really thought about that. Yeah, it's not a mouse. All right. Chuck E. Cheese, who is a large rat puppet with a New York <laughs> accent, along with his... That sounds very unappealing when you say it that I way. I think someone really didn't like Chuck E. Cheese who wrote this. <laughs> All right, so Chuck E. Cheese, I just want to say the phrase one more time, a large rat puppet with a New York <laughs> accent, along with his fellow animatronic pals, uh, sing and shake their mechanical limbs to cover tunes in about 500 pizza restaurants nationwide. However, they will no more. Tom Leverton, hater of fun and the CEO of Chuck E. Cheese, said the animatronic, hater of fun. <laughs> said the animatronic characters have been in the restaurants since 1977. He said, back then, kids' expectations of technology were much, much lower. A child today has such high expectations for entertainment that the animatronics, even at their absolute best, can't live up to those expectations. What? He's blaming the youth of... uh, That's just... Yeah, easy is. He's blaming kids. I think that you can still be mesmerized by creepy animatronic moving rope-sinking robots and, like, play a really high-tech video game. I don't think it has to... They have to be one or the other. All right. Well, in case you've never been to a Chuck E. Cheese, make um, a stand, stand, stand will, up for yourself, here, sir. I wish we could get one of like one of the bands and just put it in our green room. Oh my god, that'd be amazing! Wouldn't that be like the coolest? Yeah, it would take up the entire green room, but worth worth it. All right. So uh, yeah, in case you don't know what Chuck E. Cheese is, if you don't have one um, where you're from, I know people listen from all over. Uh, Chuck E. Cheese is like a, a big pizza place, and then they have like a you know giant video game parlor, and then they used to have the creepy things that would just like break into song, like they'd sit there frozen and then like start it's like singing. Like the old timey, like yeah. Like if you've ever seen the movie uh, Parenthood, which is a great movie. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a whole scene in Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, is shows there? That, yeah, because uh. where he loses his retainer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great movie. Anyway, so if you want to see them in action, that's what they look like. 
So, um, yeah, so that's no longer. Why, Greg, I feel like you're... No, it's sad. It is sad. Thank you. All right. Security guards at a British racetrack shared a photo of a woman's unusual attempt at smuggling vodka. Oh, I need to teach her a thing. Actually, I don't because a 12-year-old busted me this past weekend about smuggling alcohol into yeah, some Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we did talk about that. <laughs> we never talk about all the times I've successfully done it. Well. Well, this woman was uh, pretty creative. She decided to try and smuggle her vodka in by hiding it inside of a sandwich. Yes, she wrapped it in lunch meats and put it inside of the bun and that's tried to carry it in. That's smart. That's pretty smart. I mean, obviously it didn't work, so maybe it's not that smart. Mm-hmm. I mean, it didn't work. I mean, I know what... I can't say my ways, but there are ways. Oh, there are ways. You know that there are ways. I don't know. I don't. I'm no, not. I'm not talking good at about it. like putting it. In, I don't in, know. In, I don't know what you're no trying nature to say. Pockets. No, I'm saying like you can hide. It just depends on the okay. anyway. Whatever. All right. Let's just. <gasps> All right. A photo tweeted out by the Southwell Racecourse shows the baguette sandwich containing salami tomato, uh, salami and tomatoes. So the bottle was wrapped in salami. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the sandwich's contraband contents were seized, and the woman was told she could pick it up on her way out of the venue, but then she declined to reclaim her vodka, probably because she didn't want to be associated with this story. Yeah. Uh, so she tried to be inventive and sneak alcohol in a different way. We have bag searches at the gates, and if anyone has to sneak in alcohol, we'll take it from them. Um, yeah, so the race course has promised a prize to, for the Twitter user who submits the best caption for the photo. So now, um, since it is Glenn's vodka, which is a real shitty... Isn't is what, it? Yeah, I don't know. It kind of the is. label kind of looks like Potter's, which is no oh yeah, Potter's is bad. Yeah, Potter's yeah. is not good. Um, so uh, Glenn's vodka, which is elated and delighted with all of the attention that they're getting because you can't you know pay for press like this, have actually created their new drink called the Glenn Salami Sizzler that you can make for yourself with the Bloody Mary mix uh, and salami Ew. decorations. I love salami. Salami and a Bloody Mary vodka. That, that, that sounds, sounds gross. amazing. Why would salami and tomato juice be terrible? I don't like Bloody Marys. You don't like much. I like tequila. I'm just going to end right there. You're just a Debbie Downer right now. <laughs> All right, that's the world of crazy. I'll save the other stories for when Greg's in a better mood. Oh, my goodness. Wow. See, I put it on you. Uh-huh. You're a framer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm staying. You run. <laughs> run, Greg, run. All right. Well, I do have some ball talk to get to you, but I think we should say what our announcement is right Ooh, now. Oh, I like it. And um, we've got a couple of things that we will be, it, like I said at the beginning of the show, it's announcement season. Um, but we're just doing one right now. We're doing one thing, and then we'll be announcing a, a kind of big thing to uh, maybe the next couple of weeks. Yeah. But I'm saying this. September 17th. That is coming up in about three weeks, September seventeenth, on a Sunday, on a Sunday, Sunday at Sunday. the Landmark Saloon. We are going to be having an extravaganza. Not only will we be doing a live Fun Employment Radio episode, free, free, and open to the public, to everyone. First come, first serve, though, because it's limited space. Well, no, we're going to be doing it outside. So there's <gasps> oh, never mind. Everyone come. Everyone come. Everyone come. There's going to be lots of room. We're going to be doing a live show. I hope not that much room because I want people to show up. But uh, let me let me let me get through the. Are you laying the groundwork? Okay, I'm sorry. Yes, you're like you're stepping all over my my uh, my groundwork. I was like like I'm building up layers. There's layers that I'm trying to build up here. Anyway, we're doing a live show at Landmark Saloon. It's like you're already worried that it's going to fail. We've just announced it. Well, you've kind of gotten into my head today. I don't think that's me. 
Okay, I've gotten into my head. Yeah, there we go. Uh-huh. Okay, framing <laughs> me again. Anyway, uh, it's sep- all my f- for real though, uh, September 17th at the Landmark Saloon, we will be doing a live show for everyone, and then that will be followed by the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cornhole Tournament. Quite funky. Quite funky. Oh my god, Dally, quite, quite funky, funky in there. Is my favorite thing. <laughs> so here's what's going on. So the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cornhole Tournament, and we've done this. We did this last year in a little bit of a different way. Here's how it's working this year. We've got. I'm going to say this. It's going to be about 12 breweries that are competing against each other this is going to for be so awesome. a three-month tap at the Landmark Saloon. In addition to that, they're also going to be doing something called the People's Choice Award, and so or the People's Choice Championship. The People's Choice Championship is this. Whatever brewery sells the most beer that day will win also a three-month tap at the Landmark Saloon. And that is where there's going to be some pretty good advantage for anybody who's down there because these breweries will sell that beer however they can, even if they have to buy it themselves. Which is so cool because which it's like... you get a free beer. I know. You're going to get a lot of free beer. I'm just kind of saying this under my breath. You're probably going to get a lot of free beer. I'm not going to say that you're getting free beer, but you're getting free beer. Um, yeah, and plus, if you're a fan of beer at all, we I mean, these breweries, they're brewery names that you'll recognize. You'll get to meet uh, the, some of the, bre- the brewers are going to be there. Yeah. Um, the reps are going to be there. Like, we've, you know, talked to most, if not all of them, and everyone's just really cool. It's just going to be a really neat Portland event. Yeah, and there's a lot more that we'll talk about it here over the next couple of weeks, but I want to make sure everybody saves that day, September 17th. And like I said, we will be doing a live show there in front of everyone um, at Landmark Saloon. It's open to the public. The ones we've done before were ticketed. This is going to be one open to the public. So you can come down, watch the live show. We'll have an opening ceremony for the Brewers' Cup that's going to be this whole extravagant thing that we're doing, and then into the tournament, and we're going to have prizes all day long for people. So we would really love to get a lot of you out there, um, especially for our live show. This is going to be our first time doing one outside, so it'll be it'll be interesting. It should be should be fun. I'm kind of nervous. I know you're nervous about it. I know. Well, thanks. The way you're being, you're like, oh, it's so many people. It's such a big space. It is. It is. There's plenty I of room. I know. So already, Sarah's nervous. So come down and contribute to that. Watch me Help excessively. Be there yeah. in the audience. <sighs> it is going to be a good time. So September 17th. We'll give you more details later on, but just save that day right now. All right, uh, let's do some ball talk. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right. It's going to be kind of a short ball talk, but I've got a couple of things I want to get to. One, yeah. I haven't had a chance to talk about this this week. I see in the chat right now, people are talking about it. There was a big trade in the NBA. Oh. Now, if you've been following the NBA this offseason, Kyrie Irving of the Cleveland Cavaliers no longer wanted to play with LeBron James. Oh. His partner for three years, three trips to the finals, but Kyrie was tired of being overshadowed by LeBron James. It's like, dude, you're playing with one of the greatest players of all time. Just suck it up. Uh, but anyway, Kyrie Irving threw uh, kind of a hissy fit over, this, over the summer and demanded to be traded. He didn't want to be there with Ron anymore. Well, a trade did happen. He was traded to the Boston Celtics, the, which is kind of weird because those were the two teams in the Eastern Conference Finals. They're the rivals. Traded to the rival Celtics for Isaiah Thomas... Um, who I like Isaiah Thomas because he's short and he's really good and he's from Seattle. Uh, so Isaiah Thomas, uh, Jay Crowder, they, Cleveland kind of got a haul. 
They got um, Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder, another center that's probably never going to play, and then a 2018 unprotected first round pick. Anyway, that was the trade. Kyrie Irving is now a Boston Celtic. Oh. Isaiah Thomas is a Cleveland Cavalier. I'm not really sure why Boston decided to do this. I mean, I don't really quite get it. I don't. They gave up a lot to get Kyrie Irving. And Kyrie Irving's good. I, I mean, mean, I he's, recognize he's a good that player. name, so I mean, he, he's famous a, enough. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a really good player. But I don't know if he's worth all that. We'll find out. Maybe they know something that you don't. Maybe they do. Maybe Kyrie I mean, Irving I will turn I know that's into. hard to believe. Yeah. I mean, maybe, I don't know. It's his time. Maybe maybe he'll make it everybody agree that that was a great trade for the Celtics. And I don't know. But anyway, that's what the deal is. So it was kind of a surprising trade. And the best part is, though, the very first game of the season for each of these teams is against each other. So you get to watch the first game will be Kyrie Irving now with the Celtics after saying he didn't want to play with LeBron anymore going against LeBron James. Oh, that'll be fun. I will watch that game. See, I'll, I like watching sports for the drama. I like that. Yeah, I'm going to watch that game. All right, moving on to Ball Talk. The other big thing that I need to talk to talk about is uh, what's happening this weekend, and that is the fight is finally here. Oh, Jesus. That thing hasn't happened yet? No. <laughs> they've been doing... I feel like they've been promoting this thing for months and months. Well, they have been for months and months. Uh, Floyd Money Mayweather versus Conor McGregor. And I just want to give a little bit of a background for people who are going to hear about this fight all weekend long. And if you know nothing about it, just to give you like the basic talking points. So if you're cool, you know, I'd like that. around people so you have an idea. Floyd Mayweather uh, is 40 years old. He's, I mean, you, you can't argue he's one of the greatest boxers of all time. Okay. Uh, he's not a heavyweight fighter. I think he's like a welterweight somewhere in there. I don't know, like a mid-level guy. Um, but yeah, one of the greatest boxers of all time. He's 49 and 0. He has never lost. Never. 49 wins, zero losses. That's a very impressive number. 49 and no. Okay, I'll 49 and no. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, blah, blah, blah. One of the, oh, it's the junior middleweight. I think that's what they're fighting in. That part doesn't even matter. So, Floyd Mayweather, he's been retired, 40 years old, but now he's come back to fight Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor is a UFC star, MMA, uh, mixed martial arts, not a boxer. However, they signed this deal. Every Irish person I've ever met loves him. They all, oh, yes. Yeah, Love, absolutely. Like at the, at the, Kelsey's wedding, you know, there's like, oh, you Conor McGregor. Do not say anything bad about Conor no, McGregor around an Irish. You did a very good job of not saying anything bad. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Well, Conor McGregor is a UFC star, but now this fight has been set up. It's a giant money grab. I think each of them are going to walk away with like $100 million. Um, Conor McGregor has never fought in a boxing match in his life. He's going in for his first boxing match against one of the greatest boxers of all time. Most likely what's going to happen is Floyd Mayweather is going to win. And the way he wins is he just wears people out. He just dodges punches and he'll just, he has the stamina and he'll just wear you out until mm-hmm. the other person gets tired and then he wins on uh, technical points. That's how Floyd Mayweather wins. Okay. He's not going to knock people out and he's only knocked out somebody out like a couple of times. The only chance Conor McGregor has is to knock Floyd Mayweather out. He's not going to be able to last the 12 rounds. Yeah. yeah that just won't happen. Um but if he can get a good punch in and knock him out, that's that's about the only shot I think Conor McGregor has. So that's going on this week. Okay. Uh, that's on Saturday night. There are a lot of bets that go along with this. Um, and they're... <coughs> excuse me. It's very could, worked up. I thought I could fight through that. Yes, I was mm-hmm. very choked up emotional about mm-hmm. this right now. Um, you know, there's all, all different kinds of bets that happen with this. It's a huge money-making thing for Vegas. And there are the prop bets, which are the weird ones. There's bets about whether or not um, Conor McGregor is going to slip up and throw an elbow or kick him. 
and just resort to his MMA fighting, mm-hmm. which will be instantly disqualification. Um, who's going to bleed first? There's all kinds of weird things. There's tons of bets that are on this that you can uh, look into. But the bottom line is it will be happening this weekend, and you will see it all over the place. Whatever goes on, most likely, though, it's going to be Floyd Mayweather who wins. Okay. That is where all the money's at. They're saying that he's going to win. I do have one thing I wanted to play here at the end, and this is something I found on YouTube. Oh, boy. Did you listen to it already? Nope. Oh, this is always really good. It's the Conor McGregor song. One day he'd be the king of the UFC. Oh, with a group of fighting Irish not to be pushed over. Now here to take part. They were here to take over him. From the start, he has a good voice. having a boy aside. Whoever thought they'd be known worldwide after 60 G's, baby, and a contract to sign, leaving his old life and the social welfare behind. And after two years came the featherweight champion of the world. And Connor said he'd make him look like a little girl. It only took 10 seconds to show his talk. Wasn't cheap as he connected with the left and poor Aldo to sleep. There's, there's only one Connor McGregor, and there's the oh, fighter man. man. And he's gonna knock out Floyd Mayweather. So Floyd, watch out, cause the Irish are coming. You can talk all you want, but you do nothing. Only one Conor McGregor, and there's the fighter bear. And he's gonna knock out Floyd Mayweather. So Floyd, watch out, cause the Irish are coming. You can talk all you want, but you do nothing. This is one of the wow. rare chances, times where the song's actually influencing me. It's pretty... Peppy. Oh, oh, no, there's like oh, five more minutes okay. of it. We'll just leave it at that. All right, well, there it is. That's the Conor McGregor song. I kind of like that song. It's got, You know, it's very jaunty. for a fan song, it's kind of catchy. Mm-hmm. I'll give him that. Conor McGregor. Well, anyway, there it is. Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather. I am going to say Floyd Mayweather is going to win. Okay. That's I'm going to say Conor McGregor is going to win. There we go. There we go. Uh, I don't really carry the way Floyd Mayweather is a terrible person. And uh, honestly, I would rather see Conor McGregor knock him out. Cool. But that's not going to happen. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right, I know we're running low on time, but you do yes. have one other thing, right? I do. I do. I do have to get to this. Yeah, I've got to get out of here pretty quick, but let's go ahead and uh, I believe we need to talk about a... Squat Watch! <laughs> Squatch! All right, here it is. It is, of course, Bigfoot season as well. I've never heard you yell Squatch with the Squatch watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is it weird? You really committed. It was was a little overbearing. It's a lot. I mean, you got to, you know, Squatches are a lot. So we've got some Bigfoot news, a Bigfoot update here that's going on. And there is a Bigfoot watch group based out of McDowell County, North Carolina. Oh. And they're making the news right now because of what they may have seen. Now, there's a Facebook group on there. It's called Bigfoot 911. Oh, sounds very serious. I just asked to join the group. I don't know if I'll be approved or not. <laughs> Let me see. Actually, oh, I have a notification. No, I was not approved yet. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't sorry. know if they're going to approve me or not. They I hope so. probably won't. Please keep me in your thoughts over the uh, weekend that I get approved. Uh, so, so <laughs> Bigfoot 911. And on this page, one of their members, John Bruner, has described a sighting. So this is in North Carolina. He wrote that he saw a large bipedal animal covered in hair in the glow from his headlamp when he was out camping. Now, after he spotted the being, it ran off. 
And uh, and he I like followed how they, it. Like it always put in bipedal because it like it's makes a it large sound bipedal smart. animal covered in hair. Sarah, what else could it be? It's like it was just a big hairy thing standing up. <laughs> now he followed it, and then he spotted it again, and he found a tree that was broken in half. The squatch had broken the tree in half. Clearly, Bruner said its face was solid black, no hair on it. The hair looked shaggy all over. So this was solid black, no hair on it. Okay, so he had no hair on his face. So a hairless face. Hairless face. Okay. And the hair looked shaggy all over the rest of him. He said, Bruner. That's really legit. Said the creature ran off again, and in his description, he said he saw its buttocks flex with each step. Oh, that's unnecessary. After a short Ew. while, something threw rocks at him while they were leaving the woods. Clearly, we've got a Bigfoot on the loose. Flexing buttocks and throwing rocks. Okay, at now I must ask because our yes. friend Ted is from North Carolina, and he was saying that uh, over in that neck of the woods that it is not Bigfoot, but they're skunk apes. Well, you are getting near skunk ape territory, down there. Skunk yeah, apes traditionally it's much on the other side of the country, isn't no, it? No, skunk apes traditionally are down in the swamps, like like uh, Mississippi, Alabama, Arkansas has got some skunk apes, uh, all the way over to like even Oklahoma, which there's not swamps there, but the skunk apes, that's kind of their swath. You're kind of in a weird middle zone there where you could have skunk apes mixing with the Bigfoots, and they could be a uh, So well, could it could have been a skunk ape or a Bigfoot. Could have been a skunk ape, could have been a Bigfoot. However, since he didn't describe the smell, I'm going to guess it was a Bigfoot. Skunk apes are known for their ripe, pungent smells. Well, he was close enough to see his rippling buttocks, so... Mm-hmm. I mean, if he smelled, his I'm sure flexing, he smelled flexing it. buttocks. Yes, okay. Bipedal. That concludes the Squatch Watch. I do think there's a Squatch in these woods. Squatch! All right, You're well, there so we ridiculous. go. There we go. All I just right. want to make sure that people were, were warned. All right, and before we go. We do want to wish a very happy birthday to a special friend of ours. Yes, indeed. Yes. So tomorrow, August 26th, is our dear Tuggy's birthday. Tuggy! Tuggy! We love you so very much, buddy. And uh, happy, happy... Is it tomorrow? It is tomorrow, right? No, I don't think so. Oh, whoops. Well, whenever <laughs> it is. It's, it's August 29th. Oh, well, in like five. It'd be Tuesday. <gasps> Fuck. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're hanging out with him to celebrate. Happy birthday celebration! Happy birthday to you! God damn it! Happy As the purveyor of birthday rules, this doesn't you. officially count. Happy just let birthday you know. to you! Hot damn right! I really miffed that one I, up there. My my face is red. It should be. Yeah. Okay. It should be. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, after that awkwardness. Um, Will you stop it? <laughs> I think that's probably good for the day. I do want to remind everybody though. So the uh, Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup, September seventeenth, with a live show. All kinds of things are going to be going on. Tons of prizes. We'll have games. Lots of stuff. We would love to see everybody there. So save that date, and we'll let you know more about it as we get closer. September 17th. Maybe. We cannot promise that. Don't don't promise that. I'm saying maybe. God, you're angry. I'm not angry. I'm all flustered because I got Tuggy's birthday wrong. Well, see, and then now you're trying to frame me for doing something. You're a framer. We've determined that. Mm-hmm. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Uh, thank you to our friend Ted, who uh, is visiting here in studio. Who's I'm just getting ready to, to vacate the beautiful town of Portland, yes, Oregon. Yes, he's, he's heading out. And a big thank you to Amy for uh, for the Bigfoot uh, gift that's in the, in the room. Absolutely. Thank you.
Thank you. Oh, <laughs> yes. And have so much fun traveling with your family, and I'm excited for you guys. Woo! Yeah, All right. We'll take a picture of this Bigfoot creation. I can't even put into it's words amazing. how incredibly beautiful it is. Really this is. amazing. It's just yeah. We'll take a picture. Of it is. A, we, it's a piece of art. And um, yeah, don't forget to go to our website, funemploymentradio.com. Subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, tune in to Digital Trends at 2 p.m. today, where I will be live on there. Oh, talking great. about Game of Thrones. Oh boy, it's very exciting. Are you More talking about talk. the? Yeah, I'm going to talk about it. About the, oh, about being blocked? Yep. <laughs> okay. I'm going to bring it up. <laughs> Probably, yeah. You absolutely should. Yeah, I think I will. Get some of their perspectives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll see. We'll see how that goes for me. All right, uh, thanks so much, everybody. We appreciate it very much. And we, of course, will be back on Monday for more Fun Employment Radio. .com. Bye, friends. Bye. Happy weekend. Got to get the job done. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.